I'm Cassie Hilbron, and this is the Cook It Real Good podcast, bringing you shortcuts to success in the kitchen. episode is going to teach you how to decorate cakes like a pro. That's right, my friends. This week we have a special bonus episode just for fun because today is actually my birthday. So I thought, why not celebrate with some cake? Okay, this might not be a real cake, but we chat about cake and, and I will get cake on my birthday. So don't, don't be worried. <laughs> I chat with Sam Adler of the blog frostingandfettuccini.com. Sam is a professionally trained pastry chef, a Saveur blog award winner, food photographer, and food blogger. She graduated from Le Cordon Bleu's baking and pastry arts program in 2013 and started her baking blog as a place to share her recipes, which quickly evolved into a love of food photography and a new career. Sam and her recipes have been featured in numerous online and in-print publications, including Taste of Home magazine and Saveur.com. Sam lives in Hollywood, Florida with her husband, two children, and French bulldog. When she's not baking and dancing in the kitchen, you can find her at her favorite yoga spot. As you can see, Sam knows a thing or two about making beautiful cakes, and her tips and tricks are accessible and achievable no matter what baking skill level you're at. This week's recipe of the week is my world-famous caramel slice. Since this is my birthday, I thought I'd better pick a sweet recipe, and now that I'm talking about it, I feel like I'm going to have to get off here and go and make a batch. It's a triple layer slice, starting with a sweet biscuit bottom, a thick caramel middle, and a milk chocolate topping. It's absolutely irresistible, and you can find the recipe as well as all of the links that we discussed today in the show notes, cookitrealgood.com slash 17. Now, let's dive in. Hi, Sam. Thank you for joining us today on the podcast. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. I am so excited to have you here too. But before we kick things off for today's topic, would you mind sharing with us what your last kitchen fail was? Oh, my last kitchen fail. Oh, um, I made pavlovas. I was thinking to make these like mini pavlovas, like these little like cloudy, like luscious things with lemon curd on it. Um, and pavlovas take like two hours to bake in the oven because they bake it on a very low temperature for like two and a half hours. Um, so the inside is is creamy and the outside is crunchy. Um, I did it three times. So that's like almost like six to eight hours of work and they never came out. Ever. Uh, yeah, I just completely burned them every single time. I was like, maybe this time it'll be great. And it wasn't. And then the next time and it wasn't. So, oh, well, <laughs> scrap those. <laughs> As an Aussie, we are very passionate about pavlovas, but oh, I, I have ruined my fair share of pavlovas. Yeah, we like we uh, like to pretend that pavlovas came from us, but they actually uh, came from New Zealand. Uh, same uh-oh. thing to most people. <laughs> and, oh my gosh, I have made a few fails. I remember earlier this year, um, I was making a pavlova for my mum's birthday and it ruined. And this was about two o'clock Aww. in the afternoon and we were having dinner. I'm like, oh no, what am I going to do now? <laughs> 
It's definitely yeah, not it something you can make like on a whim without any backup plan. <laughs> no, that's when you go to the store and you buy something. You're like, look what I made. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think I've like rustled up some brownies because I always have chocolate on hand. <laughs> oh, yes. Now, I've been following you for a while and I am always in awe of your beautiful baked goods, but especially your cakes. I could oh, easily... thank you. That's okay. I could easily live in your Instagram feed. Everything is so gorgeously styled and decorated and I am hopeless at that stuff so I need your help (laughs) yeah I have admitted on here before that I'm a bit of a novice baker at best and you can totally forget about decorating for me like I grab a knife slather the icing on and done and it certainly doesn't look pretty Uh, but I've always felt like I miss that kind of skill of making cakes look good so you've assured me that it's possible and I'm keen to hear your tips oh I'm so excited I love talking about this because I feel like it's actually very um, easy to accomplish just things that you don't maybe think you you need you'll have in your kitchen that you can use um and there's little things here and there that you can do to just make them look more professional which i love so i think the first thing a lot of people like when i first started um in my culinary skills i guess i started in pastry and i started making those celebration cakes for my friends um and they never kind of looked i guess like i wanted them to and i couldn't figure out why until one day i realized oh my goodness like my cakes are just not tall enough so i realized i needed to put another layer into my cake so instead of baking the cakes into two layers i started baking them into three and the height of the cake just immediately made it look so much better than it did with two layers so that's my first tip that is a great tip i I would admit I probably only ever do one layer. So that's where, I need, where I'm going wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, nothing's wrong in the cake making world. You can't go wrong. I'm sure it's still delicious. Um, but, yeah, but yeah, I think that's where I like to start is the height that gives it that um, professional look, I guess. Um, oh, awesome. And then when you're going into like frosting and things, like I would say like slice off the top when you're um, going to, to decorate or fill it and stack it. And then, you know, instead of having like a lumpy cake that looks like a mountain, you know, you'll have even flat layers to stack. So that's also another tip. Okay. I like those. So what about for someone like me who has never made a cake look nice in her life? Edible? Yes. Nice. No. (laughs) Are there any like some supplies that I need to have on hand to get this Um, cake baking and decorating down pat? I would say, um, you definitely don't need like all the piping bags and the tips and everything like that. Um, but I would say that an offset spatula, um, is a really good thing to have. It's like one of those long skinny spatulas that has like a dip kind of, and it, it allows you to put the frosting on. It allows you to make it smooth on the sides. Um, and a bench scraper is also nice. It's just like a flat piece of plastic and it allows you to smooth the cake out on the sides. Um, and then if you really want to get it crazy, you can get like a $10 cake turntable from Wilton. And those are like super, I mean, it's annoying to like put away cause they're like clunky, but it makes making your cake so much easier. I've seen you using it on your Instagram stories and I always think like, that's such a good idea. <laughs> yeah. It's like literally the easiest thing. I mean, yeah, it's clunky and big, but it, it really makes a difference when you're, you know, trying to make your cakes look nice. 
Okay, so we've got a couple of supplies there and you've given us two great tips so far about making it three layers and then cutting the top to make sure that it's nice and flat. What else do we need to do to start making our cakes look more professional? I would say when you're filling the cake, I would try to put in um, even amounts so that, you know, one isn't like lopsided on the other way on either either side. Um, and then after you have your cake filled, um, there's something called the crumb coat, which is basically a very thin layer of, of frosting that you frost around your cake. And then you put it in the freezer and it uh, freezes the crumbs using the buttercream and attaches it to the cake. So basically, when you go to add on another layer of frosting, all your crumbs are frozen and they're stuck to the cake, so it won't make a massive mess when you go to decorate or even frost your cake. So I know a lot of times I have a specific chocolate cake recipe that is so fluffy and delicious, but it it is a nightmare (laughs) to frost because the crumbs just go everywhere. So once you stick it in the freezer, it's really great because it'll seal those crumbs right in and it won't make a big mess when you're frosting. That's a great idea. And should you always freeze your cakes whenever you're frosting it? I would say it's definitely a good idea depending on what you have to put on top of it. I mean, I don't think I would do it with like a whipped cream or something that's less stable than a Mm buttercream, but, um, I think you can definitely, it's always nice to, it's nice to have a, like, a a thick, uh, stable cake instead of a fluffy cake to when you're frosting, because it'll also, it won't wobble as much. It it would be easier, Okay. but you just have to go, you have to be careful and not freeze it too much because then if you freeze it too much, there's like air pockets that get stuck. And this is where all the science comes in and it's super boring, but like <laughs> it's super boring. But if, if you freeze it too much and then you frost, you frost it while it's still frozen, there's air pockets that's created between the um, cake and the, fr- and the frosting. And because it can't come out, it'll create bubbles in your frosting. And so you don't want that. <laughs> no, nobody wants that. All right. So if we were to yeah. put it in the freezer, like just a couple of hours then, like 15 or? minutes. No, just like 15 oh, okay, minutes. Perfect. You don't need yeah. 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 15, 20 minutes, you're good. Oh, I can do that. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's okay. a very useful thing. Definitely. Um, so when it comes to frosting, obviously you shouldn't use my method of grabbing a butter knife and just slapping it on like a brick layer. <laughs> you can. You can. <laughs> what should we be doing? <laughs> um, I would say use the offset spatula is very um, easy to use. Um, I don't necessarily a lot of people use their piping bags and their tips I just find it as like something another thing else that I have to wash which is so annoying so Uh I tend to just you know go the easy route with the offset spatula um and then when you're done and everything is pretty much kind of smooth it's actually is something that I learned like not even in school when I was in school I learned this after I was working for a cake decorating shop she showed me that you take a water bottle with clean water and you just spray a little bit on your cake and you smooth it smooth it out with your bench scraper or your spatula and it just like seals up and like just like makes it so incredibly smooth like it just like I don't even know what to compare to it it's just so satisfying to watch it's amazing oh my gosh I would never have thought to have done that but now that you're saying it I can picture it yeah yeah it's just like a smoothing out of all like the bumps and and edges and things and it's great I mean it doesn't I don't like you're not supposed to like douse your cake in water but like a little (laughs) spray you know here or there might you know it's totally fine 
I love hacks like that where it's just like came from a pro and (laughs) it works like a charm every time. Yeah, totally. It totally does. It's great. So once we've got our frosting sorted, what are some other things we can do to decorate the cake to make it look more pretty and presentable? Oh, I love this one because also a lot of people think you need to have professional tools and you really don't. Um, You can do so many things. My favorite way to decorate a cake is probably with flowers. Um, If you're not sure how to do that safely because a lot of flowers are not you know i'm not talking about edible i'm talking about non-edible so you have to be careful with those but to be safe you can always just use edible flowers but um if you are using like roses or other kinds of flowers i just um i wrap the bottom you always wash the flowers and then i wrap the bottom stems in plastic and then you can sip stick it in the cake and then ta-da your cake is all pretty with flowers i love that beautiful Uh, yeah i love it it's just like a fun way to decorate or you could always um get sprinkles you can always do like a decorative border with candy anything or sauce you could literally just like take a caramel sauce and just drizzle it all over the top it's anyway i feel like you can't go wrong they all sound like things that i could actually do <laughs> they don't yeah sound- see you don't you don't need professional tools for drizzling caramel you oh don't. no oh no i would probably douse the whole thing in the caramel <laughs> <laughs> it would be delicious. <laughs> That's awesome. And I, I do like that because a lot of the, I guess, the, the guides that you read are all like, yes, buy this piping bag and all these different piping um, stems or whatever. What what do I right. call them? And you're like, all these things add up. They're all just more things to be floating around the kitchen. And uh, for, for most of us everyday bakers, we're making cakes, you're right, for like special occasions for our friends and family. It's not every day. So it seems silly to invest in just one more thing when uh, I yeah. like that with your ideas, you can do them with things that you have on hand or that you can reuse that aren't going to go bad or even flowers from the garden. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's definitely no right or wrong way to do it so it's just using your imagination and not stressing about it because like there's no crying when it comes to cake (laughs) oh no (laughs) now sam i can't have you on here without asking you what is your favorite type of cake what is my favorite type of cake i i just like the classic chocolate cake i know i don't know if that's boring or whatever Uh but i'm just happy with the classic chocolate cake with chocolate frosting and i'm set I'm great. Do you have a classic chocolate cake on your site? Um, I do. It's a one bowl chocolate <gasps> cake recipe. It's a, you can make it into a sheet cake. You can make it into a layer cake. It's very adaptable. But like I said, it is very fluffy. So when you go to frost it, you have to stick it in the freezer before. Otherwise, it's like a mess. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to link that in the show notes for sure. I, oh, I love a classic chocolate cake too. I'm with you there. Like that is what I would request for my birthday or anything like that. Oh, nice. I don't think it's boring. I think it's, it's a classic. <laughs> right. It's a total total classic like I'm not even into any of those like uh, mint chocolate chip or this peanut butter this I'm just like Mm -hmm. no I just need a chocolate cake and I'm happy (laughs) I can't have too many flavors on the go at the same time like uh, that's that's I have an aversion to that it's going to be like clean flavors (laughs) yeah I totally agree clean and classic is the way to go now Sam can you let our listeners know where they can find you yes um, you can find me on my blog it's called frostingandfettuccine.com or I'm on Instagram all the time <laughs> frosting and fettuccine. Um, and that's pretty much my, my two main places. You could always email me at sam at frosting and fettuccine.com also. So there you go. 
And you have an awesome baker's guide on your mailing list, don't you? Yes. Yes. That is my first, um, my first opt-in and it's actually really, I've gotten some really good feedback from that. So I'm excited about it. Um, it's full of my five classic cake recipes, some baking tips, a pantry list of essentials and a measurement equivalency chart. Oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I will also link that in the show notes as well. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Thanks so much. Thank you for coming on and sharing your tips. I now have to find an excuse to bake a cake. Actually, there's, I don't need an excuse. I can make it anytime. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be Wednesday, Tuesday, Yay! Thursday, whatever. <laughs> I woke up today. Hooray. <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much for having me. I've been following Sam for a while now and her passion for what she does is absolutely infectious. I love the idea of freezing cakes before frosting them and I really want to try the water bottle trick ASAP. For all the links discussed in today's episode, simply head to cookitrealgood.com 17. That's it from me. Have a great week and don't just cook, cook it real good. Bye.